What's up, world? It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News. SEC is conductor of the pain train, but this one inflicts rather than receives. So we are back for a milestone episode 170 of Knifey Lion Radio. My name is Jonah, a winning coach and a winning fan. Joining me, a man who missed two goals, but somehow still saw six. Wait, four. It's Zach. <laughs> Cut that. Yeah, good day. Amelia, Absolutely. what's good up front? Don't want to accidentally forget at the end. Forget. Yep. Might get cut, cut off. off. Yeah, sure. Uh, today, tonight, we are honored to talk about the largest margin of victory in FC history, a 6-0 beatdown of San Jose Earthquakes in the FCC Recap. Recap. Headlines must exist, so we table set your week and share what we found with FCC headlines. Um, wow, just got a message from Kevin. The timeliness of this. It's like when Beth sent me that DM right when I was doing her headline. I was going to say, hopefully Kevin makes his triumphant return, but he's bedridden. You can't record from your bed, so no MLS Minute. We'll discuss the ongoing, Zach, I don't know if you following this one, Michelle Branch saga in <laughs> potpourri. <laughs> Um, I don't, Zach, are you following this Michelle Branch I'm thing? listening, but I'm, I gotta step away from the mic and let this, let this cat out. <laughs> you thought the, the cat misadventures were over with the timely yeah, death of Pete. <laughs> but you, all right, wrong. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is Sunday night, late recording for us. So, you know, what you hear is what you get. So Zach gets extra spicy as he's not none one want to do. Sure. Want to do, you know, he's always calling out. You ain't lying. He's always calling out this and that. I tell him to chill. He says, you can't, can't chain me. So Zach, this is your night to shine. Cause whatever you say, I simply don't have the time to remove it. All right. Well, <laughs> I know. Folks, if you're a student enough and a student enough listener to notice we haven't had a cave for two episodes, what? Uh, you get a pass inside the John Hark's cave, cave of wonders. wonders. Welcome, welcome all. Zach. Yeah, what's up? I like to break news on here. I like to share things about supporters, about other programs, about fans, because, you know, <laughs> people might not like to admit it, but. We have a following, and people, they um they come to us because we know we'll give them the hard and fast truth. But, Zach, I got a letter from someone. Uh, my dear friend, Bob Brumberg, former president of Diane Stadt, he reached out to me via Twitter, and he had something he wanted me to share. Would that be okay with you if I shared? Yeah, let's go. Um, yeah. So, Bob reached out to me on Twitter in the DMs, and here's what he said. Unedited by yours truly. <clears throat> I wish I had some water here. Hey, Jonah, I understand the reach your podcast has, so I wanted to help you spread the word on something very important. As you may know, I'm an actor as well as a footy fan. However, this isn't the realm of pretend. Uh-oh. I'm rejoining the leadership of Diane Stodd to help guide us as we, oh my God, proactively disband. Wow. It's been an amazing ride, and we've made some great friends, so this might feel premature to some. But like a great play, we must take our curtain call. 
And he keeps going here. He says, we will look to the other supporters groups to carry. Wow. To keep carrying the torch for FCC fandom. He just keeps going. But DI's time is coming to a gentle close. Um, please share with your listeners and I will share with our members in the coming days. Also, if theater is your cup of tea. <laughs> oh, oh, Bob. I'm currently playing. What's his name? Plimpton Pennybacker in the latest revival of A Royal Folly on Jiminy Street. Directed by Canadian legend Sarah McNeil. Interesting. KLR and DI. <laughs> two FCC staples closing up shop on their own terms. I wouldn't have it any other way. Love and light, Bob. Wow. <laughs> Zach, where do we even go from that? I hate to be the one, the bear of bad news, but it sounds like it's not negative. This is kind of a, a happy ending. Yeah, they always wanted to go out on top. Um, you know, Seinfeld could have done a couple more seasons but they knew better mm-hmm. it's like uh, Seinfeld of supporters groups so I'm you know in utero might be my number one Nirvana album it's like Kurt said before he killed himself he said it's better to burn out than fade away and uh <laughs> so no, that's, right. I know that's right <laughs> um yeah so if you're friends with Bob on Twitter it might be hard because he has blocked a lot of people but if you are friends with Bob, reach out to him and say, welcome back. But also, I guess, goodbye. <laughs> but uh, love and light to you as well, Bob. And to everyone in DI for a good run. Um, I would say the bridge is waiting for you, but <laughs> RIP the bridge. Uh, Zach, it is Sunday night. We had quite a day. Uh, I must say, all of the excitement of a huge SEC win, I was, you know, I can't deny my Bengals fandom. Got me feeling a little morose after what is one of the more ridiculous games I've ever watched 50% of on our dad's phone at our kid's soccer game. So, a Paul across the city, would you say? Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine so. Um, I only watched what we watched on uh, dad's phone, really, <laughs> at Avery's game. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it felt a lot like uh, last season. A lot of games like that, but, uh, you know... Eli's win and the FCC is enough for me. So I'm uh, feeling okay. Yeah. How do you compare? You saw the energy of Avery's game. He had some styling on him. Some, sometimes it's hard for me to switch off my FCC crowd work to children's crowd work. But I got a few good laughs when I said uh, North Avondale are Steelers fans. That's some good <laughs>, laughs. But uh, people don't expect it, you know, at the U10 game but uh and then our kids played and the rain started pouring a big comeback victory um 6-4 over north side clifton north side a rivalry that's just existed for decades and decades but powerful game wouldn't you say yeah it was a uh, it was intense i was uh <laughs> had a lot of emotion invested more than normal <laughs> i was wondering if the other two coaches who actually uh this is i mean i know the coach and then the assistant coach, I know his uh, preschool son. So it's really a real family affair. But do you think they were bothered? Uh, I, I think Coach K was taking out some of his Bengals frustration when we we pulled ahead. <laughs> we were really <laughs> celebrating those goals pretty hard. I mean, there's something about like the dark clouds had rolled in. We needed a goal. It's pouring down rain. These kids are playing their asses off. So <laughs> when we took that lead, you couldn't help but just bask in it. It was great. Fans on the sideline just erupting. And, uh, but then if like if anyone listening, if they saw like 
the players on the other team. <laughs> they be like, this, this, this is what you're so stoked about. But uh, hey, that was a big goalie. He was making some tall saves. Yeah, that's true. He had some height. Um, voice crack. Yeah, no, but it's fun. I hope they they had time and watching like especially the third quarter. That group in there, we're just in the box. Six, six, no, I guess five on five, like just jumbled in the way that, you know, six-year-olds are jumbled, just kicking into each other. And we're just like, come on, shout, got it in there. It's just, it's not a sport, but it's just something you can enjoy watching though. And uh, yeah, so big victories all around the soccer pitch. Uh, Not so much on American football pitch, but let's get a few headlines. We've been off for the headlines for a few weeks, and the people have been clamoring. They're listening in droves this week because it's a big dub. People like to show up for the dubs, so uh, we like to oblige, as Lieutenant Aldo Ray might say. Zach, um, if, if uh, you can started. handle, oh, if you can handle some slight echo, I'm going to switch to uh, my speakerphone so I can read my headlines. If that's all right. Sure. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, I'll go first because I have more than you. Um, this one from part-time bang, part-time Bengals, part-time FC beat reporter Laurel Fowler's Queen City Press. Offside madness. Refs steal the show with blown call. FCC's 6-0 win does little to ease the pain of Cincinnati fans. I know. That's right. People are still talking about that. What do you got? Zach? Yeah. I mean, it really soured the night for me. Eli was crying in the car on the way home. That's why he had to Brenner leave. Brenner was on time. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was brutal. Um, this one, this is something you and me have discussed, but finally, Pat Brennan wrote an article about it. I'm glad it isn't going unnoticed. Unnoticed. Uh, blame is all on the roots. It's been torn up by boots. Kenny Safe had an affair. FCC's once marvelous <laughs> pitch looks like a public golf course during groundskeeper strike. Am I right? <laughs> Uh, you hate to point out the negative, but yeah, geez, lose first financial side that pitch is in absolute shambles for a team who hasn't had a million games at home. Let's hope they get it together. Is, was this water good for them? Was it bad? Did the deluge make things worse? I don't know, but my God, the divots. Um, is that a yeah, little Garth, and it looks, Garth Brooks? It there? looks, yeah, it was. It looks dry. <laughs> Dirt goes flying all over the place. It is, uh, it is bizarre. But. It's like a groundskeeper went on vacation and forgot to tell him to turn the water on, guys, every now and then. Um, I mean, I saw uh, Hagelin was out there literally re- replacing divots multiple times. <laughs> I guess I'll Paolo do that, too. Um, just shoving clumps of absolute garbage into the divots. Um, this one. Oh, my God. This is from Pat Brennan, the Cincinnati Inquirer. Here we go again. FC fans go home angry after officiating disaster class and six zero win. <laughs> they write themselves, you know. <laughs> yeah, this one is from uh, no, it's from the Enquirer as well. Um, who else writes for them? Jason, Jason Williams, Williams. <laughs> certified bitch. <laughs> Standing outside the fire? Standing outside the fire. Greg Bearhalter makes phone call to Brandon Vasquez. Insists life is not tried, it's merely survived. If he doesn't get back on the score sheet, am I right? I really thought you were going to hit me with one more standing outside the fire to finish that course. I'm starting to pick up a theme here, folks. Uh, bad officiating and the king. 
Garth Brooks. Uh, Zach, this one is straight from the New York Times. They're covering covering the big stuff. Um, uh, so I'm to get John Gotti on the line. Zach, follow me along if you can. Mob mentality. Made man Baji drops the M for an N after decent substitute appearance. Now, now known as Don Baji, and he wants the pasta. Don Baji, I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Zach, Don Baji. Oh yeah, no, I got it. Is that a is that a banner uh, worthy of bomb? Bob Brumberg's <laughs> with fat Don Bocci. It says, Don Bocci, I come to you for 20 minutes. And he, Zach, I wrote it, I, onomatopoeia, he wants a the pasta. Uh, you got one more for us? Yeah, this is from the uh, Queen City Press. Give me two pina coladas. Brandon Vasquez drowns pain in alcohol after ruining Noche Latina by not scoring. Oh, another reason fans went home unhappy. I hate to spoil the lead, but I say the only person who um, had a bad game in overall is Brandon Vasquez because you know he really needs to put one in because he's these Euros putting pressure on him. Even though I think they're all overrated and trash. Um, two more, I think. Ooh, wow. Two, two for the quality of one. Um, this is from the LA Times. More like Sands Jose, as Jose Earthquakes no show road game in Cincinnati. Sands meaning without. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More like Sands Jose. And then I called them the Jose Earthquakes. It's like their version of Earn the Sea. Uh, <laughs> I had one and I. I accidentally like I was trying to copy it and move it somewhere, but it's it fucking stupid. Freestyle it. Was, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to. It was um. Hold on, wait. What was the headline? That's the important part. It is. Oh, <coughs> hack trick. It's about Brenner's uh, personal emails had been compromised, and there was a bombshell in there. He had a correspondence going on with a. Uh, Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> where she promised that upon her demise she would come back and help him earn a hat trick against San Jose. So uh, it turns out she took her own life <laughs> so that she was dead in time for the game. And, uh, she's today her Brenner's hat trick. That was about the, uh, that sums up the article. And that was only half of it. Uh, oh, that reminds me of this uh, Actual, on, you see the onion headline said so report Queen Elizabeth shot herself in bunker as enemy forces closed. <laughs> <laughs> I had one, I think I mentioned at the game. Um, Alex Deck was dressed in red as a protest against the uh, royal family, but yeah, well, that's just facts. Uh, I tried to do one and I deleted it because it made no sense. And I rate Brenner almost blows PK after being instructed to do another. Panenka, but it was something about Vasquez trying to say pancake in Spanish, but I couldn't really, I couldn't get there. He learned his lesson. Was that what, that was a game we blew last year, right? Where was that yeah, that we Nashville were up, game? We were up two to nothing, and that would have made it three. And then um, he talked to Lucho, and we we're all forever. Seven, and he told yeah. him to do a panenka, and not as bad as Chicharito's, but it was pretty bad. Uh, final headline. <clears throat> 
This is from the Dayton Daily Bugle. Since he's officially a soccer town, locals laugh off Steelers' loss as giddy footy fans can't stop loving the beautiful game. I think mm, that really I know, that's right. says it all. Um, headline sponsored by Donato's, home of the designated pizza. Good to be back. Uh, anything else, Zach, before we get into the recap of what was ultimately <clears throat> a sad 6-0 victory? No, I mean, we're halfway done, so we might as well get into the game. That's true. Let's do a recap. That's really all we've got. Um, Zach, I've heard a few, seen, read, didn't hear, because uh, we're the first podcast Monday mornings. Best win of all time, something getting thrown out there. Obviously, the scoreline is there. I did the the top 10 home wins of all time, and it was a pretty paltry list. Uh, so it probably does make the top what was the game that just happened before that we gave the mantle to? I already forget what it was. Do you remember? <laughs> I forget as well. We just did a top five uh, FCC um, performances of all time. And this one, like, it... I mean, we didn't look great for a long time in that first half. Like, they were just moving the ball around. And then... Yeah. Uh, how many fucking saves did Celentano have? But... uh you know, when it rains, it pours. Uh, was oh the three one Philly win? I believe is what we called the best. Yeah. Um, first or yeah. second best win. And I think we probably did play the best then, but this was the most yeah. fun win. We played the best that game. This game, like you said, rough first half. We get a nice goal right at the end of the half, and um, I said I made like. I made a joke about it being well deserved, and then like on the highlights, Tommy G and like Kevin were basically saying that like. Oh, for all the chances they've had, Tommy, this is this has been coming, and like that was not the vibe at all. Watching the game, there was that onslaught where like Celentano had like three saves in a row, and um, I think it was actually I was reading the Matt Doyle's like weekend recap, and he was like Lucho kind of was having a shocker in the first half. He said, and uh, he was he was forcing it. He was he's back from suspension. Starting lineup was the best starting lineup uh, we have available, so you know who it was. Um, but yeah, we were really pushing our luck, and they were pushing our buttons, and going up one nothing at halftime, we were quite lucky, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say. I know, like Vasquez had a really super fucking tame header. Um, laugh the whole crowd tame, behind there but, stood up. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you know, stand <laughs> up for that. <laughs> Absolutely not. But uh, yeah, that Barrial goal was fucking fantastic. We did. Oh, we had the one move that you would have killed to end in a goal, right? They had a. Uh, Always one touches and Brenner did the back heel and uh Was that where Lucho had the wide shot or was that a separate one? That was yeah, a, it might a have chance. been that. Yeah. <clears throat> or he put it wide. Or he like hesitated, didn't shoot, and then finally didn't. Done budgie. Um but yeah, we get the one goal before halftime, which was Barrios. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was a nice setup, assisted by Lucho. And uh, he fucking, he fucking blasted that thing. Good goal. This bar, y'all, you know, we'll keep him solid wing back. But uh, what'd you see from 219, Zach? Are you pro the bar, y'all goal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in favor of that one. <clears throat> um, I didn't think he had the angle, but he did. Maybe he, that he guy helped it chest there. it in a little, but uh, that was great. Um, in the eighth minute, they got an early yellow card. Um. I heard, you know, 
I don't know. It's just something people say. I'm like, that could have been a red. So good for us, you know, getting a card early, getting the ref on our side. Let's just get it out of the way, Zach. How'd you feel about the officiating? Usually a hot topic. I'd say. I mean, just, I thought it was kind of up and down, but uh, maybe that's what I did we enjoy. Want, I mean, San Jose was, uh, they were pretty livid. And then was it the second goal? Um, they were really pissed about us getting a free kick that led to that second goal. Yeah. So that was a. Uh, I don't know. It added to my joy, I think. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. They got away with a few around the box outside where I thought they could have gotten one. Um, second half starts, and finally, the positive Pat Noonan team talk is back. And my man Pat said all the right things because we come out in the 47th minute. Brenner gets his first of three goals of the night, assisted by Vasquez and Acosta. It's not a total wash for him, but uh, 2 0. Zach, I think we can all agree we were thinking we need another. But you're still feeling pretty good, 2-0. Yeah, we, you always need another. Uh, and then we get that little VAR action. Lucho goes down right outside the box in some pain, they said on the broadcast. But somehow he shook it off. Um, play goes on. The ball's finally stopped. Before you know it, Zach, they're calling him over to the VAR screen. Were you as shocked as I was? I was relieved because of the way Lucha went down. We couldn't really tell if it was legit or not. So we're like, all right. At least we won't be like made fun of on the internet for a week. Um, it was a gentle contact, but a contact. It but it was. did look like studs up kind of like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck it. But what was the consensus on Twitter? Did that screen ever turn on? Did it come from uh <laughs> The they never office. really addressed it. Yeah, so we're watching, and the guys, there's two guys trying to get the screen to work, and I was just, I was like, this is gonna, we're gonna get fucked because our own VAR screen doesn't work. It's gonna cost us a PK. It goes on and on, and even when the guy, you think he's watching it, the guy in the back is like jimmying something. So like, if it's working, he wouldn't be. Yeah, and he's throwing his hands up like, it. I don't know, I can't get it, I don't know. Yeah. And then next thing you know, uh, he points to the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really curious if we just got a call like, yo, it's a penalty. There's got to be a protocol, right? There has to be technical difficulties. I don't think he saw a thing on that screen. It worked out for us. Obviously, the people are going to, I mean, they're going to call it. They already sent it to him to say, hey, look at this again. So those people already thought something was going down. And they're feeling the heat after, um, you know, not sending it to VAR in our last home game. They're really... They're feeling it from the fans. I think I think we memed our way into that one for sure for them looking at the screen. Um, do you think, do you notice last night, um, night before, sorry, but uh, against Columbus, whoever was uh, <coughs> running the replays and, you know, doing all that on the big screen. Yeah. They were really like playing everything up and... Uh, Zooming in. Zooming in. All this, they didn't do that. Do you think they got a stern talking to because they got mm. everyone so fucking whipped up? But like they like hardly showed that Lucha one. Um, yeah. There was others too. And like they maybe they were afraid they didn't have a good angle of that and it would make it look worse. But because it never was like outrageously clear, but it, it was clear enough that there had to have been some contact. And his it's barely in the box. I didn't realize how close that part was as well. Um yeah, I did hear the word came in that pro referees reached out or to FCC and basically apologized for offside gate. Um, and then they put out that video basically 
that stupid video where they're like the behind the scenes or like there was no way to tell you couldn't see his foot well you could see it and anyways we don't need to relitigate that but anyways they did apologize but they should make that public that they apologized to FCC um but we'll never hear poor Pat Noonan speak about refereeing again that's what he said but Lucho steps up to take the PK is that your let's say your level of positivity versus uh, pessimism as he steps up to take that PK <laughs> I'm about 50-50 yeah. <laughs> rarely does he take one where uh, it's not in doubt. <laughs> I believe his last one got touched. Like they got yeah. a hand on it, but still, I I think he learned his lesson a little bit when he had that really terrible one. I think he's always going to at least put his foot through it. And um, I mean, this one, he made it look easy. That's what you could do. I mean, if you put him in front of that goal with in no stakes in practice and we're like hey just curl one into the corner leisurely he could do it 100 out of 100 times but for some reason you know pk the pressure sometimes it gets to him but this one he just leisurely curled it in the corner and i was believing zach the 71st minute 3-0 were you a believer yeah <laughs> we, i was at across that point the rubicon. I was. Yeah. <clears throat> and we were playing better they really didn't have i'm trying to remember the second half it was basically just a parade of positive moments for FCC, you know, the VARs and the the goals, the chanting, the excitement. I don't remember much happening on their end of the field in the second half. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're not. No, that that uh that second half was ours. For sure. It was the city's um, possession, basically down the middle. Shots, twenty shots to nine, ten shots on goal. They had five. Five block shots to there too. Um, they had more of the ball. Doesn't really matter as far as passes go. We won the duels. They weren't offside. I'm still going through these. Nobody cares about these. Uh, two yellow cards to two. This referee really playing it right down the middle. But uh, yeah, we're on cloud nine. We get some subs. Ian Murphy for Matt Miazga. That was making me scared when I saw Murphy. And I was like, oh, Miazga's coming out. That kind of indicated that before the PK had happened. Um, but then the real man of the hour comes in for Lucho in the 73rd minute. Yuya Kubo. Zach the Kubo rebirth four minutes later, played in by Brenner and slots at home just as perfect as you'd like. And you might think that's an easy one, Tommy, but it's actually not easy at all. That's what he said. Uh, Zach <laughs> Kubo reborn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hell of a fucking strike. I mean, I called it, so I take the credit. I said one time that. Bam. <laughs> How about that? The ball from Brenner, it. right? It's everything you could want. Um, and then I forget who they said it was, but somebody pulled out his ponytail. Did you get to see an eclipse of that, Zach? I mean, I saw it on the screen. As yeah. a... I mean, he, he must have had that thing in for six hours straight because <laughs> that bad boy was crimped. <laughs> I would love to see it down. Some of these ponytail guys just to wear it down. Like if Haglin, before he cut it, had... Uh, just played without a headband at all. Just really free-flowing out there. Zach, what do you think about the new Nick Hagland? Back to the old Nick Hagland, the shaved head. Do you think it makes him worse, better? Oh, God, he should have had a goal, too, didn't he? Fuck. Yeah, I mean, that was a, that was a strong header, right? And then yeah. and then Vasquez should have had the, the rebound there. He followed God. it up, and... Um, what could have been? It was a good save. Guy got a big, big paw in there. Somewhere in between there, there's a follow-up... Of I don't know whose original shot it was. Was it the Hagland? Was it a? 
like a flick on from Hagler or something. Yeah, it was a flick on uh, header from Hagland and um, or one of those, whatever. But Brenner's there to follow it up, and they call it offsides quite late. And uh, that was one of the only things that could take our joy. I looked at it. I poured over it with a fine-tooth comb with my line-making skills. And, you know, it could be an inch off, a couple inches on. could go either way. At the very least, though, tie goes to the offensive player. Leave the flag down. And if they leave that down, that's for sure not getting overturned. Zach, how much does that sour the night for you? <laughs> yeah, that's another reason why we left. But, no, it's 4-0. Uh, Don Baji comes in. Uh, Matarita comes in, who puts in some nice crosses. Sergio um, comes in, and he's Sergio running his ass off. Yeah, and it pays off because Sergio Santos um, wins a PK after Brenner scores another ball bounced off a of, trying to get into the box, bounces off a San Jose player. Brenner gets it, flicks it over the keeper. That was a sack. What they say that's a tidy finish, wouldn't you say? I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, well, he flicked it quite nicely. Five minutes later, we were just, you're gone by that point, you know, because that was in the 90th minute. Um, Sergio Santos wins a penalty in the box. That's redundant. Uh, and the ref kind of, it's a funny, you should watch the highlights because the ref's kind of just like, the earthquakes can't believe it. And he kind of throws up his hands like, I don't know. You found him in the box. I had to call a penalty. <laughs> like, I don't think he even wanted to, but it's just right in front of him. He's like, well, all right, here you go. Uh, Brenner gets to take it to get his hat trick. He does a nice little windy run up and blast it kind of straight down the middle, but he put a lot of power on it. 6-0 would be the final. Zach, the energy, you know, an emphatic win. And we move up to seventh in the standings. Talk to me about the vibes. Playoffs are on the precipice. Yeah. It feels good. It feels real good. Uh, <laughs> and I, yeah, I don't want to jinx it, but like, it doesn't seem like we'll collapse. I think it's still going to come down to maybe the last game of the season, but uh, I think we yeah. got some more wins in us. But I am like, it's only not to be like a downer. I think about how like, they're probably going to break this team apart in the off season. And we're all finally starting to like everybody. <laughs> so it kind of sucks. Yeah. I think Brenner will be gone. And Kubo? Probably, yeah. Although, maybe you can get him back cheap. I mean, I I was I didn't care up until the last few weeks, and he's just looked like such a valuable bench guy. And um, the way Obi plays, it's nice to have some, some good backup there that you can count on. Uh, I thought he had a pretty poor first half as well, um, turned things around in the second half, but... Um, the things you love about him could also be the things you hate, you know, just like you didn't need to make that tackle from behind. It's pointless. I feel like he'd rather try to like sneak behind and get the ball off some guy. <laughs> like he prefers, it's like Lucho, like having a nutmeg. Um, he's like, I need to tackle from behind to show that I can do it. Uh, we're up a uh, goal differential plus five Orlando right ahead of us. Minus nine. So, They've played one less game than us, so their points per game is better. But I don't know. So you think we'll hold on? We're, we've got a hilarious road trip um, at the end of the season. Real Salt Lake and Seattle. Zach, did you see the new sponsor of Real Salt Lake Stadium? No longer Rio Tinto. No, I have not. It's now known as 
America first America first stadium. Oh no. Is it? <laughs> yes, it is cuz apparently there's a in Utah there's an America first credit union or something. Oh, you really got to add that credit union. Part. <laughs> <laughs> like you really that's doing a lot of the legwork for America first stadium. <laughs> What's their fan reaction? Uh I mean the Twitter reactions all I saw and you know obviously People are not not high on it. I don't know. It's about as bad as you could uh, bad as you could do. <laughs> I mean, makes great American ballparks seem like a fucking yeah. communist field. Um, yeah, that's a rough one. America first. No, sorry, America first field. Ah, uh, yeah. It says we've learned that that deal is among the best in MLS. Yeah, I hope you got a pretty penny for that one. Uh, that's rough but what were we going to say Zach you breathed oh I don't know that's that's incredible so we got Real Salt Lake a break in between I think to do that fucking Chivas game which if there's a way to care less than zero about a game that's the one unless Vasquez can play for five minutes and get five goals and somehow help his stock out a little bit Um, I'm going to be really angry if they don't call up Vasquez, but really if they don't, I think that's the best of both worlds. I can be mad that they didn't call him up and be happy that he's there for the for the final run. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. More like Sans Jose. And then we end with Chicago and DC, maybe in reverse order. But yeah, I like the odds. 6-0. What do you say, Zach? You say best... Where's it going? Our uh, elaborate best home game. Yeah, list. I think it was the it was the best I felt leaving a game for sure. So. Um, the fact you could leave early in good conscience, conscience. Yeah, I mean that says something. And to be clear, I had my kid with me, and it was very late. So yeah, it was four nothing in the I don't know eighty fifth minute maybe. Yeah. And how far did you get when you texted me and said goal? Um, not far because no. they stopped us to let club people pull out of that garage, which drives me fucking wow. insane. Wow. Wow. It's the scene of the, we almost got in that fight with that female cop, right? Yeah. <laughs> almost gave up your season tickets extra early. Um, yeah. That's good enough for the game. 6-0 if you want to get into the nitty gritty of it. Listen to Entering MLS and FC Cincinnati podcast. Uh, Zach, any other thoughts? We got no reason, about four minutes left to take us home. Crazy sure. Uh, we can mention there was a game, a midweek game, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't watch. I went and saw a band, 200 Stab Wounds, and it sounds okay. like that was about the same as watching the game. Am I right? Folks, yeah. I was... Um, Top three least watchable games of the season. Um, we kind of got screwed on a call that I don't remember. I don't know what it was. I think we were supposed to... <laughs> I can't remember, but I remember thinking we deserved something. Um, but it was an awful game. We were lucky to get a point, but a point we did get. So, you know, at the end of the day, it was a horrible view. We were playing at City Field, the Mets Stadium. It looked like FIFA from that harsh angle and terrible lines. Zach, I did have some great people saying we got called offsides for something, and I think we were offsides, but someone was drawing vertical lines just like straight up and down 
showing that a guy was keeping us on. And I was like, I don't want to disagree with an FCC fan. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Just adorably uh, bad lines. Not to sound like Andrew Weeby, but uh, yeah, I hate to say, we can't really say we got screwed because we fucking sucked so bad. But yeah, not a fun one, but it's over. We got a point. That's what we do. And now look at us. Seven. What is it? Seventh place. Before you know it. Sixth. Um, yeah, what else? Game midweek. Kids had a game. I'm fully, I guess, recovered from COVID. Zach's got a cat who's... Uh, how's, is he, do, how, how long does it take a cat to get housebroken? Is he, is he already not peeing in? I don't know how it works with the cats. They use that litter box right away or does it take a while? <laughs> yeah, she uses... Well, she's a year old. Um, oh. But, uh... Yeah. I remember the last pod, I was like, oh, this cat's so much better than Pete. You can't even hear her and this and that. And then one week later, couldn't start the pod because she's pulled the cords out from the, behind the computer <laughs> um, and kick her out of the room um, walking across the keyboard. So she's really made herself at home, but great addition to the family. You know, nature and nurture starts to become a thing. Was it ever really Pete's fault or was it the environment that Pete was raised in? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, there's a lot of tension in here. <laughs> I've got a temper. Uh, a lot of tension in my household. Uh, on the drive back from soccer, um, Mary had a headache and she was driving in the pouring rain and she had like her hand on her eyes and it looked like her eyes were closed and she, like <laughs> like a stressed out, like rubbing her eyes when they're closed and then, like, I got smacked at her wrist instead <laughs> of saying something like <laughs> to get it off her hands and she snapped at me and we snapped back and well i haven't talked to her since but you know it's just one of those nice baby we've all got that bangles morose and sometimes it just leads to divorce but that's the way the cookie crumbles zach one more minute final thoughts take us home after this exhilarating 6-0 beat down and the sad news about di oh yeah no that is a heartbreaker uh man i haven't been following all that's been going on on twitter i didn't know yeah that, uh, yeah, that's, that's a shame. Well, I mean, I do feel Amelia. I hope you find a new home. Whoever gets you would be lucky to have you. Um. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs> Not Not just like a cat. All. Not just like a cat. Not weird at all. <laughs> all right, it's it's gonna kick us off. That's perfect timing. Right. Zoom says that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Amelia. What's good? Till next time. God bless. Good night. Enjoy the playoff ride. Oh, and Zach was just booted. All right, Zoom is all right, over. everybody. All have a great Monday. No, I will. Have a great night. Ta da.
Desert. Oh, come on. 